Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Doing the Think Tank, the show where we come up with... What do we Five sketch ideas. I was thinking about changing the name of the show. Okay. Well, I think it's about time. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, we're, I think we're finally getting some brand recognition, but, <laughs> but maybe this is the big, the refresh. Is it, would it be new yeah. two in the think tank or two in the think tank two? Uh, I, two, two, I think two in the think tank two is good. Yeah. I was thinking, I mean, I'd like to start a completely new, like RSSS, uh, RSS feed, a, co- a completely new thing, what just so that we don't to, have the, the burden of the existing listeners. Uh, and um, I, yeah, I was thinking about the Padcast. The Padcast. Because you write oh, the yeah. ideas down on a pad. That's true. And yeah. but do you think we'd get a lot of accident, more a lot more accidental people who stumble on our podcast, thinking that they're going to be listening to something for like menstruation products? <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Mm. Where is the male perspective on menstruation? That's true, and also, but 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 that's. I'm not suggesting that that's actually what we would do. I think that's what we would just get accident <laughs> people. You know, maybe also some podiatrists, maybe animal podiatrists. Mm, mm, as well. Uh, well, I mean, that's more pod, isn't it? Oh, oh, you say because their feet have pads on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But you know that's okay. I'm I'm really happy to do just like a quick, you know, at the top of each episode, just a quick little bit of um, you know, period chat, then a little bit of animal foot chat. But I'm not suggesting that we change it. I'm just saying people. I know, I know. But I'm saying, but if those people are coming along anyway, I would hate for them to leave uh, empty-handed. I'd like to give them a little something. Some of them might be coming now. There's a thing. There's a chance that people are stumbling (laughs) on our podcast. Now, from from any field, because mm. thinking. Yeah. All right. Well, then you're right. Let's do then probably a little bit of menstruation chat right now. If we're promising for, sketch um, ideas, people, some people might be coming from the drawing world as well. That's true. Okay. Uh, for those people, um, how about like a a mountain, right? But the mountain is wearing a crown. King okay, mountain, be, like. King Mountain. King Mountain. Yeah. Who do you think would be king of the mountains? Don't say Everest. Because <laughs> the, the, you know, mount, the kings are not crowned based on who is the tallest. I'm going to tell you um, what I really respect in a mountain okay. is a mountain that isn't a part of a mountain range. Yeah, I almost stand alone. I, I, yeah. I almost don't think of, of mountains in mountain ranges as being... Mountains, yeah, but but you, you got that's to me that's just a high bit of earth. But royalty is usually about family. <sighs> yeah, sure. I mean, well, then I'm happy for like a chain of volcanoes. Okay, right? 
because even then it feels like you know around around like the Hawaii kind of scenario. Yeah, that each of those has had to build itself up. Yeah, yeah. But then I guess I see what you mean. That's not really what royalty is about. Um, well, you're, you're you're thinking sort of more like self-made millionaires. Mm, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But then you know again, I guess, but I guess you know every system is problematic. Because, I mean, you'll just, you know, people will just accuse those volcanoes of having been fed that magma, that that that, gra- mm. that sort of, you know, hard rock ground that they've got from, you know, the ground. It's just about sort of lo- fault line privilege. Yeah. I mean, is there is there such a thing as a self-made volcano? Oh, or is that see. just a myth? I guess it's a mountain that has its own magma that was, you know, that's... Yeah. Or... <laughs> I guess there could be a man who makes a mountain, you know, and That's and true. and maybe the man was was born of vegetables that were grown on the on the mountain. You know what I mean? Like like his family lived on the mountain, and they they you know ran agriculture on the mountain, mm. and so and they. But then know, he didn't make the mountain. Well, that's a mountain-made man. Well, okay. Well, let's say it was a hill. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah, a, he started off with just a hill, and then he was able to turn it into a mountain. Into a mountain, he would go and get dirt from other places. Mm-hmm. At first, it was just to, you know, because that's the old that's the old timey way of making a skyscraper is you just pile a bunch of dirt on top of each other to to make the most of a of land. You know. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, this a block is, of land. This is- well, what I want from this then is I want like Forbes, you know, how they release that, you know, self-made rich list sort of shit. Yeah. You know, I want them to also release a list. Like why are we only caring about the people who have accumulated the most money, right? Yeah. I think things like height, right, mm. you know, the self-made highest man. Sure, like uh, you tallest know, man. It, it, it can be anything. Yeah. Self-made tallest you, man, like a guy who – Well, could – Became tall through surgery or whatever Mm. means, but it's about him doing it without like a team of doctors. Exactly, doing the surgery on himself. But like you know, so for the highest man, that would be who is who has in in you know in any given year or at any point in their lives been able to accumulate the highest pile of stuff to stand on top of. You know, they could do one about the deepest man and who has been able to dig the deepest hole. Who was or who was um, you know, deepest at the time of writing? At the time of writing, yeah. You'd have um, to t- time your digging. You know, wettest. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now, Andy, just out of curiosity, <laughs> wettest is a sketch man, idea. wettest man, would he just yeah. be the a man immersed in water? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not, because you can't. Like, there's no way then that you can, you can have degrees of that. That's an absolute well, no, state. Well, that's right. Yeah, but you're. I guess then you're just suggesting the guy who's wearing the most absorbent clothing. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. If he's able, he's able to get all of that moist at the same time. Andy, of course, the maximum wet is just a guy who's immersed in water. Sure, but then that's not going to be interesting. That, yeah, I know that issue well, of the I, magazine. Well, I I reckon that they'll have to split up the episode, the magazine, and you're worried about Forbes here. Yeah, but this could just be Forbes wet, 
you know, which <laughs> this is exactly what people read it for. <laughs> I think that's a really great. I want I want that magazine to exist. Forbes wet. Um, Forbes wet, and it's 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 the same sort of look and you know seriousness of Forbes, but instead of being about wealth and money, it's about um, wetness and who who how to get it and what it's like to have it. Um, and yeah, you why know, not the stories of why not stand? Who, you know, this is I guess this is like an article about. Well, I used to be quite dry. Actually, my feet were mm. particularly dry. Mm. Uh, and then one morning, I was um, walking along the concrete. Uh, mm. Very early on, I was going to go do my my morning search for for liquid, mm. and I came out of my house and I was bringing out the bin, mm. um, and I had to run across the the lawn when uh, I encountered sort of a slipperiness on my feet, a cold slipperiness. And I thought, what is that? (laughs) That strange sensation that is leading to my feet becoming of a lesser temperature uh, Mm. and friction. And I looked down and it was water. Apparently, it's mm. what's known as Mount uh, Morning Dew. Anyway, yeah, and then he goes into the science of it. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, what this has made me think of. So, I think that's a sketch idea, Alistair. Forbes wet is uh, is absolutely a sketch idea. But um, what a, what it's made me think of is a you know people are always moisturising, right? People are always applying and reapplying moisture moisturizer to their to their bodies um was it was it on pod that we started questioning whether or not i recently i've started questioning whether moisturizer does anything um uh, i don't know if it it was it might have been in a bonus episode or something yeah i mean it feels like something i don't believe in you know it's the kind of thing that i i can get on board with saying i don't think i don't think it does anything yeah, and I certainly don't like the way it feels. Yeah, so it's even slime. if it does a little bit, it's not going to be worth it. Because if you were having a bath, that wouldn't be a way of you wouldn't say, "Ah, oh, yes, I'm just mo- I'm just moisturizing my skin." Yeah, well, no, I would. <laughs> you would say that, but yeah, but but. That, I mean, that's kind of where I'm going with this, Alistair, is that, like, if you want your body to be moist, we should come up with a kind of a suit, right? And what it is is kind of a sort of the opposite of a wetsuit, but just allows you to sort of wear this thing that is full of water, yeah. right? And what it, it has to be sealed around your mouth yeah, and and maybe around your eye holes, right? So that your eyes and your mouth are exposed to the air, right? So that you are able to just breathe normal air with the people around you. But every other part of your body is submerged as you walk around. So it's, it's filled up with water and you can... Um, Wait, is this like you, that j- but jacuzzi you can still- suit that Milhouse's mom wears? <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is. 
Yes, it is. Are yeah. you just inventing but, I mean, the Van Hooten jacuzzi suit? Yeah, but I think this one also covers the head. Okay, right. Importantly. And so you just have While a hole for your mouth. mouth. Yeah. A hole for your mouth. What about yeah. the eyes? Is there a hole for the eyes or do you constantly yeah, look through? If, if, you, if you were listening to me about 30 seconds ago, yes, there's also a hole for the eyes. Sorry, I wasn't actually listening. Yeah, no, that's okay. You were, um, were you Googling? Is moisturizer symptoms? a scam? <laughs> yeah, and any, any word on well, that? Well, first hit was dermatologists say that most moisturizers or skincare products are kind of a scam. But then, it, and then I hit a wall. I hit a, uh, I hit a, you know, a wall. Lotion is a scam, I think. Yeah, I'm. And then I've, there's a Vice article say, that says nearly everything you know about moisturizer is bullshit. I think, I think this is it. I think because I think the skin doesn't become moist from the outside. Mm. I think the whole point of sure. skin is to stop. The penetration of things from the outside staying permanently yeah, yeah. within the body. Yep. Right? And so mm. the only way to moisturize your skin is to drink water, I would suggest. Maybe and yeah, may, maybe well, lots I, of coffee. <laughs> um <laughs> I think a I think a big bottle of, you know of of water that is the the real moisturizer um could be a thing. Could be a thing. I mean, if they if you want, you can rub it on the inside of your mouth. How about that? You squirt the water. Yeah, I would like that's a better way of drinking water for me. To carry rub it around. It's a little bowl that you buy from Seven Eleven with like a Mm. with sort of like one of those like yogurt lids on the top. Mm. That and you peel that off and you just dip your hand in it like that, (laughs) your fingers in it, and then you rub the water on the inside of your mouth. You scoop out a little bit of water. You just yeah. You just well. You just like kind of dip your fingers in it, and those, will, those some water will cling to your fingers mm, like that. Yeah. And then you just rub it on the inside of your mouth, like you're sort of finger painting inside your own mouth. And mm. I really picture my hand is kind of doing like big like semicircles, like it's on a like like it's on a you know like a skateboarding ramp, and it's yeah. going. Bleh. Like that. Sometimes even I then I rub it. Sometimes you know I'll get another dip, and I'll rub it just on the top. On the on the top gums there, the top palate. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's really nice. Maybe even you've reached out back down your throat just to sort of the point of gagging, almost, and rub a little bit of moisturizer. Yeah, and by that I mean water back there, because it would make sense. Because you got to get it all the way back. It would make sense that people would think moisturizer works because your thing, the thing that you've moisturized, feels wet. Mm. After you put this wet substance on it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's an illusion. I think that's an illusion. It's a trick of the mind. I don't think it's long-term moistness. No. Um, But then again, water. And and if it was, I don't think I'd feel good about that. I don't think I'd feel good about the idea that stuff that I rub on the outside of my body just goes into my body. Yeah. But then again. You know. You know, it does it does go dry eventually, so that's got to be going somewhere. Yeah, probably just rubbing off onto stuff, I think. Yeah, but... Door handles and... Well, Andy, would you be able to do a test for me tonight? You got a... Right, what your, would you like Your night is free, right? Yeah. This this is just... If you're laying in bed, let's say, on your phone uh, later tonight, do you think there's a chance that might happen? I can't imagine that happening. No? 
I can't imagine. Could you could you lift up your shirt, whatever your sleep shirt is, right? Mm-hmm. And do you think that your beloved might have some moisturizer, or you might have some moisturizer? My beloved has so much moisturizer, yeah, and so many abandoned moisturizers as well. Could you grab one of those abandoned ones? Although it probably yeah, is good for you to get a freshie, just so that we can be sure we got some good stuff. It hasn't mm, gone off in some sure. way, right? Yeah, just this one. And then, and then I want you to just put a little squirt on your belly, like that, mm. and give a little, just a little rub, just to spread it, so it's like maybe like you know, a millimeter thick, or like a you know, like two mils thick, or whatever. Yeah, nice. Even like you know, even go three, four, thicker than you think it should be able to absorb, and then just mm. wait it out. I don't know. Maybe you could look at your phone while you wait, <laughs> <clears throat> and just see if it does get absorbed. Um. Yeah, no, this is a great idea, Alistair. And you know what I really like about it? Yeah. Is that you've built into the testing procedure Yeah. phone looking time. Well, which I feel like that's something so you would often, love. Yeah, so often experimentation doesn't work out. You know, these sorts of new uh, new ideas don't take off because they don't factor into them, people's real lives and... um. You know, my real life involves a lot of looking at Do my Do you think phone. that you would have a multimeter in your house as well? Yeah, I've got two. Yeah. Do you think that if you tested whatever the length of skin that you're going to moisturize, do you think if you tested mm. its electrical conductivity, maybe its resistance, mm, uh, yep. I think you could do that with a multimeter. Do you think it would go down once the skin is wetter, is moister? The resistance would, would go presumably down. go down. Yes. yes. So... Yeah. That could be a good um way of testing it. Yeah, but do it after it's it's like it does it no longer feels wet to the touch. Yep. If it and does then we'll be able to see whether the moisture's on the inside or whether it's kind of just left and gone into the air or something. Yep. Yeah. I'll, no, I'll I'll do all of that, Alistair, and I'll I'll get back to you. Could you, you take photos on the next episode? Yeah. <laughs> take <laughs> okay. photos of your belly for us? <laughs> And maybe, you know, with yeah. the multimeter there. Yeah. Could you? Okay. And then photos of maybe of you yeah. on your phone. I don't know how you get a photo of that. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll see if my beloved can take a photo of me on my phone. Yeah. If if you ha- she has oh, to use so your nice. phone, maybe like at mm. least just hold like a little piece of wood to make it look like you're looking at your phone. That's Do you have any like loose bits of wood around your house? Alistair, you know what I do. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You know what occurred to me while I was talking? This is something you know how you think, sometimes you think I don't listen to you. I also don't listen to me, and I sometimes <laughs> think of other things to say while I'm saying things. Um, is that is that uh, you know that that device that you invented the the um, the jacuzzi suit from The Simpsons? Yes, but that also goes over the face with the mm. with the uh, with the holes for the eyes and the mouth. Did you have mm. holes for the nose? Yeah. I also wasn't listening for that. Uh, I didn't have holes for the nose, no. But it would be nice I thought to have you just little holes for the no- nose, though. Wouldn't be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, um, that's cool. Anyway, um, I think that what what that what you invented there is reverse goggles. Do you think? Mm. Almost. Mm, well, not really. Okay. Reverse scuba right? suit. So, you, mm, again, not really, because once again, I mean the. The water is kept away from the eyes in that 
situation, yeah. which was also what my suit was doing. So it's quite similar in that way. I mean, a reverse scuba suit, I think, would be a thing that goes over your eyes, nose, and mouth and just fills with water, right? So I that mean, you can drown on land. I think, I, think there's, I think there's possibly two opposites here. Because I do agree that that yeah that that you are correct there that those goggles would allow you to dry on land. The reverse goggles for dry, the the reverse scuba suit, scuba mm. scuba mask for drowning yeah. on land. I think that could be a sketch idea. Yeah, no, I'm writing you, it down. So I mean, would basically what you would do is you would um, put it on while you're in the water, right? And then you would sort of do that little backflip tumble that they do. Yeah. Um. You do it up onto a jetty or onto a or onto low the, boat, the beach, or, beach or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you <laughs> standing in the shallows, lie there, dying. Yeah. Basically on the on the on the dry land. Yeah. Or or yeah. would you be or, sort of would you sort of be face down in the water, and then flip out onto your onto a sitting position, <laughs> onto mm. the land or the boat. And then drown, yeah. drown whilst in the sitting yeah. position. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so, sitting up and drowning. Yeah. You know what? It would be another great idea because people love being able to go to a World Heritage site like the um, Great, great Barrier, Barrier Reef. Reef and paddle around, uh, you know, snorkel around, yeah. taking in its natural beauty. Um, but, you know, the Great Barrier Reef is dying. It's not going to be around forever. So it would be great to be able to snorkel around other attractions. Yeah. Like, um, for example, you know, the, the Colosseum in Rome. So I think, to, and in order to be able to do that, all you'd really need would be like a glass swimming pool or bathtub on wheels. Or Andy, maybe. Um, or maybe a yeah. sort of a, a Van Houten uh, jacuzzi suit with the, with the <laughs> yeah. Andy Matthews face mask. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and then on top of that, because that's, mm. and then on top of that, you put some scuba goggles and a scuba pipe. Yep. <laughs> so you could walk around, but you're snorkeling. You're snorkeling, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're in the water. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's great. Well, my version was going to be you lie in the bathtub full of water. Yeah. And you know you 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 basically you you are snorkeling in there. It's glass though, so you can still see everything, right? Yep. And then you know, I guess a tour guide or whatever pushes your bathtub around the sure. Colosseum. But it'd be nice um, to not need somebody else because sometimes a trip can be expensive enough. You know, and let's say you, you've gone right. all the way to, to yeah. Europe to see the Louvre <laughs> to snorkel to snorkel around, around the Louvre. <laughs> And uh, and then you get They've there. They've got to bring this in. They've got to bring this in. I mean, some fucking artist. You know what fucking artists are like. Yeah. They're always looking for some shit. So bring this in at the Louvre, right? And it's a fucking glass bathtub. You can have six or seven of them down there near the counter. And the art, your artwork, your installation is allowing cunts who come along to fucking snorkel around the fucking Louvre, you know, and then you win some prize. It's going to be Andy, big. that's how easy it is to win prizes. Yeah, it is. It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you haven't, seen, you haven't seen the Mona Lisa until you've snorkeled it. That's right. 
Yeah, you just you're looking through your little your little eye holes that are not don't have water in them. Yeah, they're a bit fogged up. Yeah, oh yeah. And then you The beauty of it was that you will without leaving the water, you'll be able to pull mm. your mask down and spit into it, kind of rub it in there. But then you mm. won't be able to rinse it out in the way that they do in the you know, when you scuba when you breach in snorkeling or whatever like that you know when it gets fogged up and then you can sort of just scoop some seawater in there you won't be able to get any of the seawater out to get it well in that's in your version yeah what's your version or oh, yours that you're in the bath mine's the, with the bathtub yeah i like that i've been talking about my version for a while and you haven't changed anything that you're picturing in your mind yeah no because <laughs> because i i just can't i can't justify yours I can't justify the extra expense of paying a Frenchman to push me around the Louvre in a bathtub with an open top, which they won't—they will not agree to. I've just—you reckon? Yeah, yeah. They're not going to agree to big a big amount of water being sloshed around all this priceless art in the Louvre. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know. I'm going to have a fair bit of clout as an artist, probably once I've won well, those But then you're going to have to go I, out I be because surprised. of that clout. You're going to have to go after hours and. You know, you won't be able to do it because it'll be a, a threat to people walking around when, as you splash around a corner. No, the threat is part of the um, the art, part of what gives it its edge. No, that's not, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a guy behind me pushing a shark in another bathtub. Real, really? Really? Oh, that's good, actually. Yeah. Well, in my version, there's just a, a shark wearing a scuba suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Flop it around. Yeah, and he's and yeah. he's also wearing like a proper scuba mask that, but that pumps water into his lungs. I wonder what mine says. Uh, you know, I wonder if mine is a comment on um, rising sea levels or something like that, or um, yeah, or, or something to do with our neglect of the natural world. Yeah, I, I, I mean it's interesting. It could be it could be saying all sorts of things. Be, I'm looking forward to finding out. Yeah, well, I mean, it could have something to do maybe with um, with you know seeing things before they're gone. It's probably still about the Great Barrier Reef, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's good. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, the Great Barrier Reef is getting uh, bleached. Um, some people find that makes things more attractive. So that's you know, um, things being bleached, all bad. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it can be very nice. I mean, I think some people get the hair on their face bleached so that um, you can't mm. see it. Yeah, I guess that's like with you. So, you as a blonde person, people can't see your hair mostly. Yeah, I feel like we talked about this last episode. Yeah, there's a possibility. I know. It's just, I'm still shocked. I had never, when I, every time I've pictured you naked, <laughs> it's, it's not involved you with darker hair. It's always involved you with darker hair. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it, it's, it's just more ginger, I would say. Oh, right. Around around the key areas, and then the rest of the place, it really is that transparent, you know, optic fiber that we were talking about on the on the previous episode. I've just um, googled nude blonde man just so that I can. But <laughs> <laughs> all these guys have severe abs, and yeah, yeah, 
they and get, have they? I mean, they're probably they've shaved. Oh, you know, I guess a lot of them have shaved. Yeah. Um. Oh, look, this guy's just bleach blonde. So he's. I, know, look, I think I'll just have to send you some n- nude snaps, Alistair. No, no, no. It's can... okay. It's okay, Andy. We can, we don't do that on this podcast. <laughs> a lot of these men are seem very attracted to other men. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Is, well, that's good. Is that a blonde thing, or? Uh, you know, it it could be, could be. Gentlemen prefer blondes. It's never true. said if they were other what what if they were other gentlemen that they were preferring. That's true. Which I thought was very progressive. Um, now, Andy. Of it. Um, mm. You know what's always nice? Mm. Is when, like, because it, it's more rare, is when guys' nipples show through their shirt. Is that more rare? I don't know. Is it? I don't think so. Well, I, I think don't that think... happens to me a lot. Right. I just assume that most guys' chests are not as... Uh, prominently pressed up against their shirt. Yeah, but also, I mean, women wear bras a lot more of the time, right? That's true. So there's that extra padding. That's and, true. You're right. You know, to to conceal that. There. Would you? Um, would you th- want? Let's look. Let's look a little bit more at men's chests. Let's resolve to do that and yeah. try and get a more, um, you know, a, a more clear sense My, of what's like, really going on out there. Would Would it be too stupid? For men to start wearing caps that say "My nipples are down here." Mm. Well, would it work on a cap? You don't I think, think it so. would have to be t-shirts, uh, right? <laughs> or what if it said "Down there"? Down there. Okay, you, that's a good edit. Yeah, I think that'll work. I mean, I only had to add a T. Yeah. No, that's good. It's not too bad. I'll be able to get that. I'll get that through to the printers. Um, before before they print, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pardon me with that. We're going to print today. Um, there was something that we were just talking about, Alistair. The Louvre. What was it about? No, it was about that. It was about it was it was in the line of uh, <laughs> naked men, naked men, and their nipples, preferring blondes. Oh, the the bras. Yeah. The oh, men, yeah. Men. No, no, that's what it was. I was thinking about. Um, uh, you know Marilyn Monroe, and obviously that iconic image of her walking over the um, the grating, yeah, and you know the air blowing up her her dress, yeah. And I think it's a shame that there isn't a similar version for men, and I think that's because it's harder to do with pants. Sure, right? but pants don't tend to parachute blow up in pants. That way. I think MC Hammer should have done it. Parachute pants maybe would have worked, but I'm thinking that if we want like a man, you know, because what it is 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 that frisson of like that 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 danger of are you going to see the sort of the undergarments or something like that, yeah. right? And to really get that that happening for men, I think he's either going to have to walk across some like quite intense flame that burns his pants away, or maybe some kind of acid that you know squirts sure. up. And dissolves the pants. Okay, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And then you sort of pose coquettishly there um, over one of those open acid squirting vents could it, as, as, as the pants dissolve. Could it be sort of like a fireman's hose? Squirting up from the ground. Yeah. 
But what's that going to do to the pants? I still don't see how um, that removes the pants. Well, it will push the pant leg up. I, <laughs> yeah, but- and you know what? I know what I, I was thinking about shorts. I was thinking about quite sure. like, you know, like um, L- not nylon, nylon kind of like, you know, uh, running shorts mm. or something like that. And then, they, yeah. oh, it exposes all the netting. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's supposed, you know, that kind of netting undergarment. You go, I oh, mean, I, s- I guess you're going to find me, out whether I'm it- wearing a proper undergarment as well under this netting. Mm. I mean, yeah, for me, I think I can imagine the fire hose working if the water squirts up into the pants yeah. and fills up the pants so much they become big swollen pants. Yeah. And we basically, like, they're on the brink of completely exploding with the pressure. Yeah. They start to bust open like that. And that gets me to the same point of, oh, that's just as exciting there of the, the, the you know, the, the, the will, the risk factor of being exposed. Yeah. I guess a kilt would have really done it. A kilt, of course. Of course a kilt. Andy, is, yeah. is this a joke to you? This is something a guy used to tell as a joke. Uh, and in, when I was in high school or maybe after high school when I would hang out with him. But it was something about like, uh, it, was, it was a Scottish joke. Well, it was, you know, the, the characters were Scottish. I don't know if it comes from Scotland. But it was basically, it was like, uh, you know, and I, I apologize. I'm probably going to do a little bit of a Scottish accent or at least an attempt. But, you know, it was a, a, a lady and a man and... Uh, mm. I think I believe okay. it. They, they call him a lass and a laddie, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the and the uh, the uh, I think maybe the lady says, "No, oh, now I've gone with laddie and lady." But I'm, I'm going to say the lady and a man and a lad. Fuck no, a lady and a man. All right. So the lady says uh, to the man, she goes, "Oh, you want to you want to you want to hug me, don't you?" Something like that. And then he goes, aye, but how'd you know that? And she said, oh. And she had a reason, right? I can't remember what the first reason was. And then the second was, <laughs> um, and then the second one was like, ah, but you you want to kiss me too, don't you? And he goes, aye, but how'd you know that? And she goes, oh, I can see because you're, you're licking your lips, like something like that, right? Mm. And then the third one was. Uh, That's what I do when I want to kiss someone, yeah. by the way. That's right, yeah. And then she goes, ah, you want to fuck me, don't you? Like that. And he goes, aye, but how'd you know that? Something like that. And then she goes, ah, I could tell from the tilt in your kilt. Something like that. Mm. Now, is that is, do you think that's enough of a punchline? I always wondered whether no, it was questionable. I, I really don't think it is. It's from the I'm, tilt in your kilt. I'm quite disappointed. Really? Right? Well, unless the other things rhymed right so that there was a pattern and there was like yeah. an extra level of expectation or something um, but i don't i i don't think there's all i think there's almost nothing there because of a flip right because of a flip of your lip like that yeah but even then uh, no i'm 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 really left wanting okay. i mean the kilt seems like that there's so much potential yeah comedically yeah in it, it's one of the funniest garments, but I don't 
I don't see that any of that potential was realized in that joke. Would you say it's the funniest because um, because you don't believe it's that men should wear dress. dresses? Uh, well, Could- I think because... It because it's non-conventional at this point still for men to wear them, but also because the kilt itself has a bit of an inbuilt seriousness to it that is fun to undermine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I realize it's been done a lot. It's no longer really surprising to see somebody in a kilt and then see them exposed in some way. Do you think it would be funnier to see somebody at their wedding instead of dressed as Goku from uh, Dragon Ball Z? Uh, now I don't know who Goku is from Dragon Ball Z. I'm sorry. He kind of wears like Does a... Does he wear a dress? No, not a dress. He just kind of wears like a like an orange kind of bodysuit with a with a blue slash blue sash around as a belt and a kind of a little blue undershirt with quite a wide O neck. And maybe okay. an elliptical neck like that. And he's kind of got big boots, big blue boots. And each each <laughs> yeah, one of those... Yeah, I mean, look... Would you say yeah, that, that that could be something? Would you say not, a, go, yeah, a Goku. Sure, but... He kind of looks a little bit like a monk, but you know, a fighting monk, I guess, in a way. But but um. um now I'm just going to put this out there, Alistair, and I don't know if you wrote down anything about our a man getting exposed by having acid or oh, fire yeah. squirted at his legs. Sure. But I think there is a sketch idea there with you know, I say a young male celebrity's team, or not even young, just a male celebrity's team trying to arrange a viral moment like yep. the um, uh, the Marilyn Monroe one, but that it involves, you know, having his pants burned off or acid um, melting them away. Sure. I think that that has a, uh, enough, enough in there. Or a big, to, a big um, fire hose? Do you think that, that's got enough in it? Uh, look, I think a big fire hose could work as well. I'm going to need a few more diagrams. I don't really think it works quite as well if it's shorts because there's not the, again, there's not that um, subversion of expectation as much there. I think, I think. I think there is. I think if you've got short shorts, real you know, stubbies, and, yeah. and there's just, even if it's just the air and they puff up and suddenly almost yeah. immediately there's a, there's a, a visible <laughs> testicle. <laughs> yeah okay all right that's funny uh yeah okay um you did it but obviously but obviously they're, they're trying multiple things andy this is about a team yes trying yeah this is about you know it's about a team who who believe in something but then fail and then and then we can laugh at them for even mm. you know tempting to risk putting themselves out there then maybe we can follow them home with the sketch and see how that sadness affects their home life, you know? <laughs> well, but also I'd like to see them, you know, persevering and then ultimately succeeding. That's right, starting again right. the next day, maybe with yeah. another client because yeah. they probably would have yeah. lost their client uh, from all the acid burns that they caused to them. But then, uh, but they, then get they go there and they achieve that beautiful moment of, that public exposure of that testicle. That's right. We see the paparazzi snapping away. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, and amongst yeah. the sort of the, the acid wounds uh, mm. pops out a fresh, unburnt testicle. <laughs> you know? And for that one moment, that one moment before the acid has covered it and sort of mm. started dissolving the skin, mm. that... 
that's that that's the moment that the um that that the cameraman captures that moment that will yeah. live forever in the hearts of anybody who buys gossip magazines yeah I depending on so whether much. or not they do have hearts um yeah well done how many sketch ideas have we got alistair not that yeah, i'm um, putting any pressure on you well, there's four ah uh, four it's a good number yeah beautiful are you have time pressure andy no, 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 no. I mean, you know, in, in one way I'm supposed to be doing other things right now. But yeah. uh, in another way, this is where I want to be. And it's I have, really nice of you to say, Andy. I appreciate you know, that. And I think all the uh, listeners appreciate moment. you being here today in this mm. moment. Thanks. And you taking time um, away from your family to do this as well. Uh, always. But, you know, I'm always taking time away from my family to do anything. Do you, would you? And, you know, what, even my extended family, taking away from my ex, time away from my even, extended family, who I could be visiting right even now. Even spending time and with your I family. I could be researching my ancestors. Even, even spending time with your family, in a way, is just an opportunity to be mentally distant from them, you know, whilst you look at your phone or whatever. You know, and and yeah. you're right there, and they could see that they could spend a proper moment with you, but you're actually still miles away, keeping up to date with what the local politicians are up to and things like that. Yeah, just reading the tweets of people that you loathe. Yeah, on Twitter, oh. just just seething, just that opportunity to be exposed to just some of the most vile and infuriating sentiments that you'll ever read and then close your eyes and try and go what, to sleep. What do you think is the clo- great? <laughs> the closest that you could be to people physically and the furthest away mentally you could be? Mm, well, obviously there's lovemaking, yeah. right? I mean, that's a, sure. that's a big thing. Yeah, but, that's you know, there's probably, um, in terms of emotional intimacy, there's probably greater things like, you know, um, comforting somebody who is grieving Whilst having you sex know. with them. <laughs> whilst having sex with someone else. Well, no, well, well, no, no, okay. no, but I'm saying like, you know, you're comforting somebody by, who's grieving by having sex with them. <laughs> this is the comfort that no, you I, guys are falling into. But then mentally, where are you? What's the furthest away <laughs> you could be mentally? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's Groceries. see. Groceries. Um, yeah, I mean, watching a watching a video. I've been watching a lot of videos of people re- repairing old um, old tools. What about you know, like restoring them? Do you think by being physically far away in your thoughts that would put you mentally far away? Like, let's say you were thinking, you were contemplating the edge of the universe. Mm. Do you think that yeah, would put really you as far mentally as you could be? Yeah, I mean, I think if you were trying to solve some of those great riddles yeah. of time and space, you know, if you're pondering, a, you know, a grand unification theory or something like that. Oh, you, so you're um, just sort of making it useful. <laughs> like, well, do you ever imagine what it's like to be dead? I think I do it all the time and then I have to, like, remember that I'm alive still. <laughs> like, I, I picture uh, what it's like to be dead, what the darkness feels like. I don't picture that at all. What I do picture is popping my head off like a cork. Really? You picture uh, that a, yeah. a lot? Yeah, a how, lot. How do you picture I, the actual the actual thing happening? Oh, uh, like just getting yanked off by something. <laughs> but like right? what like sort of like a 
like a chain or a rope or a, you know a yeah. branch of a tree or something so like, like that. My, but, but let's say okay, let's say it's a chain. It's wrapped around your neck, and then each mm. bit of the chain is attached to like a horse and carriage or something, or like a yeah, two something trucks. like that. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it it gets yanked, and it really does fly off. Yeah, <laughs> really. When I picture it, it's really got to get quite a bit of um, height for it to 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 give me what I need uh, in that respect. Which is, you know, this is a way that I break myself out of, um, like, you know, uncomfortable thought patterns or something like that. This is my uh, <laughs> ah, this, <laughs> this is a kind of something to ease the ease the mind to focus back on something yeah. pleasant. Uh, no, quite genuinely, I um, I find it very relaxing to uh, to imagine that to imagine your head being lopped off. Not lopped off. No, that doesn't do anything for me. Wait, it's really got to pop off like a cork. Wait, wait. What's the difference between <laughs> lopping and popping? Well, lopping and chopping. There's no. Uh, yeah, that I'm. Oh, that's actually quite unpleasant. But, now that I'm thinking about it. But is that just it. a blade going by? Yeah, so let's and, the say- he- and the head sort of flopping down like that. No, there's nothing fun about that at all. For, for, but let's for say like a like a drive. Really relax. A, I need my head to be constricted until you know it does. You know, it's just it, it pops off. So let's say, but so let, let's say so so that, so that one goes. with the chain, right? If it, let's say you mm. were standing on the side of the road, and well, in, in the sort of like a in near a like a truck way station or something like that, and two trucks going mm. opposite directions, lo, uh, yeah. you, with with chains attached to them make your head pop off like that right that makes you feel yeah. good but if you were standing yes. close to the freeway and yeah. a car goes by and there's a, dr- a drive-by samurai in there who's just takes out his blade <laughs> and it passes through your neck without you really noticing because that's how much f- speed yeah. is going through it and your head just kind of then falls off that is unpleasant mm. to you that's awful i actually really don't like thinking about that well, now you um, can just not to stop yeah. thinking about it. You could just picture your head popping off. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> um, anyway, I'd love to hear if any, um, if any listeners use the same strategies. I told you once about. Maybe um, I said this on pod, but we're. I knew some people who said that they picture their head being crushed by a tank in order to fall asleep. Right, and they just picture laying down yeah. and having a a, a tank's like uh, tracks oh. roll over their head and their head just popping mm. um, as no, a way that, to help again, them fall asleep. I hate that one. Yeah. I really hate that one. It's, oh, it's <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like I don't like any of them actually. Yeah, okay. See, I I I picture dead de- being dead, and then I I find that mostly unpleasant Um, right but you still do it i do it but because it's like it doesn't involve me dying it just pictures me trying to picture what it's like to not be experiencing anything and just experiencing complete death Mm. yeah i you know uh, look i've i have tried to contemplate nothingness which i think is a similar kind of challenge and i've i haven't got very far I, i i find that disconcerting just because i can't do it you know that you that um, pushing your mind to that place is a real feels like a real strain. See, I think I achieve it too muscles. easily. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and then I have to be reminded that I'm alive. Yeah, I have to go. Oh, oh, great. You know, because I think I, I kind of, 
I'm constantly projecting forward like, you know, I don't know, when, when am I going to die? Sort of 15 years. And uh, mm. and then just picturing actually being dead and then, and then not experiencing anything. But then at the same time, picturing my family going on without me. Yeah? Yeah. And what do you picture about them? Do you picture them being happy or sad? Well, no, I picture them being sad, kind of being, you know, like, I mean, not the whole time. Yeah. But, you know, I, I assume that they have to carry around a sadness within them. Yeah, jeez. What do you think is the sketch in well, all this? <laughs> uh. I mean, what I think, you know, it's it's interesting to to think that in the future we might be able to be decapitated recreationally. You know. Yeah. Um well, that oh. the medical science will be at the point where being decapitated will just be another luxury that the rich have access to, and that the rest of um, us because of the quality of their healthcare, but the rest of us, you know, sure. don't get that. Sure, and I can picture that becoming a, almost a social justice issue, um, with, without people out in in the streets chanting "off with our heads," you know the 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 rabble, um, uh, you know, getting yeah, getting upset, um. About you know their right to um, have their own heads cut off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Should maybe you know it, it, it could actually have incredible therapeutic benefits that we don't know about. Sure. Um, I mean, I guess it'd be nice to be able to just try it with a toe or a heel or something like that. Imagine just getting your heel. No, I don't off. think that would give you anything. I don't think that would give you. <laughs> oh, so you're just insight. looking for getting your head cut off. Yeah, I think so. And then, you know, and then they'll put it back on again, obviously. But it's still decapitation. Wait, wait. How do you know having your toe cut off is not going to do anything? <laughs> it might be hugely freeing. Uh, yeah, okay. Like, All right. You go, oh, yeah. I didn't realize how much tension I was holding in that toe. But, actually- um, but were you suggesting that, Alistair, that having your toe cut off is a form of decapitation? Yeah. Because your head is removed from your toe? I don't think decapitation means getting your head removed. I think it, I think that is exactly what it means. I think the cap component yeah. in decapitation means head. So Oh right. It I is, think- yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, I just assumed that decapitation was just bits being cut off. It's no, never it's never I've never seen that's it. amputation. Um, well, that in a medical sense it is, yeah. And I think in other senses. Well, so is decapitation. But, it's also amputation. Yeah, sure. I got to pee really bad, so you keep going for a sec. Yeah, okay. I'll keep going down. There's a rich vein that we've discovered here, Alistair. But I think that if you know, if you are able to offer, you know, it, it'd be like flatliners, right? You know, where they, you know, they. Uh, stop people's hearts and then they bring them back from the dead. Let's do a version of Flatliners with um, <laughs> I just thought of a film called Bin Liners. Now I don't know exactly what that is but uh, in some way it's a parody of, of Flatliners. Leave it with me and I'll see if I, can, if I can flesh that out or send in a message if you've thought of an idea of what the concept of the movie Bin Liners could be that would make it a a parody of Flatliners. Um, but, uh, you know, a movie in which you can get your head cut off, 
right, and then put back on again, um, as a as a sort of a, a almost you know it gives. I imagine it gives you a real rush, you know, and imagine that. Oh, the feeling of having maybe your your brain is still slightly conscious like that as you know your eyes are propped open as your head is taken away, right? And I imagine the intensity of the rush is proportional to how far away from your body that your head can get right and you know being able to have that out-of-body experience or at least off-body experience where you see your own body from across the room oh as they go further and further away that tension oh they're not going to get it back in time right but then they rush it back over and they stitch it back on but i mean what a what a thrill Oh, look. Oh, no, wait. Forget it. That was just lop. I still had lop open. I think um, um, I think that's a, I think that's a sketch idea, Alastair. The, uh, yeah, well, I've written down recreational decapitation. Oh, lovely. Have you already done three words from a listener? No, no, no I haven't. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, well, then we're up to three words from a listener. Now, I don't know if you, you know, Andy, we have listeners. And luckily, not, yeah. not long before recording this episode, John Dooley sent me three words from John a listener. John Dooley. And I think it was from him. Yes. Good choice, John. Uh, do you want to try JD? and guess what, what JD uh, sent in as the three words? Yeah, I do. Okay, so the first word is dream catcher. No, no, no. Um, Oh, there's hardly any, yeah, no, hardly any words, but maybe one vowel. It's hang. Tang. Hang. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what about paragon? Is the second word paragon? No. No, it's down. Hang down. <laughs> Is this about hang down your head? John Dooley. So, I mean, the next word could either be your or it could be head. Which I think one? it's probably head. Hang down head. All right. You ready? Yeah. It is head. Mm. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing that we've done a large proportion of the episode already about sort of being hung by your head? <laughs> and but lop- in that scenario, the head goes up. Because it pops off like a cork. That's right. But, you know, something hangs down. Mm, that's true. It could be the a body. new sentence. You know, you're hanging down momentarily while the, while the, the chains sort of tighten around your neck. The mm. rest of your, you know, like that. And then, and then head. Look at that. That's kind of what you say. And not you, but somebody else, when they see it pop off, they go, head. Mm. Like that. Mm. Um. Um. Now, we've already talked on the podcast, I believe, about um, different forms of, you know, we've talked about, you know, how people might asphyxiate themselves a little bit to in- increase the pleasure of sexual things. Yeah. And I think we talked already about using that asphyxiation to increase the pleasure of other things, like a nice meal um, with your family or uh, a walk um, in the sunshine. Yeah. Uh, or a um, you know a, a, a business promotion, you know, getting a getting a promotion at wor- work. Your boss calls you into your office. He says, "I've got some good news," and you say, "Look, do you mind if I choke myself a little bit 
That's right, um, yeah. So that uh, to increase the pleasure of this good news. You say, um, and, or you get down on one knee and you go, mm, and you go, you get down on one knee in front of your beloved and then you start mm, choking yourself. You go, will you marry me? Like that. Mm, and then, yeah. And then, and then, hope, and then she goes, I will. Like that. She chokes herself as well. And they go, oh my God. And then they have a, they have, they hug and cry together while it's going, oh, yeah. I love you. I love you. Mm. Well, you don't like that? Um, is that, is that why businessmen wear ties so that they can kill themselves at any time? Uh, I suppose that, really you could just have noose around the neck there. As I suppose little... it seems like it would be very simple if you just had like a little, a tie clip that was built into the wall where, mm. <laughs> where you could just put your tie into it and then sort of <laughs> remove your legs, the bottom bit of your legs, just take them out from below you. And then mm. you could just dangle there and I guess you could end it. Yeah. No, oh, there you go. Um, that's interesting. Uh, hang down your. Um, yeah, it's interesting that they decided to do when they hang people, that they decided to do it um, around the neck. Because, I mean, really, they could have done it from any uh, bit. I guess, from the hair. From any bit. Yeah, the hair. What about it just around the middle of the face? They could have used like uh, one of those sort of claws. Like, uh, mm. you know, that you used to pick up toys in a sort of a skill tester thing. Mm. And just around the side of the head. Yeah. Yeah. They could have put the noose under the arms. That's true, yeah. Isn't that interesting, though, that, like, if you put the noose under the arms, that becomes just what they do to airlift someone to safety. Yeah. Um, to keep you safe. Wouldn't that have been safe. better if instead you- of hanging people... Who, yeah. who had done bad things, they realize, oh, this person needs to be kept safe away from themselves yeah. and away from others. Yeah. they And they would airlift them to, to safety. Yeah, maybe to like the side of a yeah. cliff or something like that where they could see, a, you know, like a, a nest of, you know, eagles or something mm. like that kind of be raised from, from chicks nice. up to, you know, adulthood. And maybe somehow that would change them. I mean, is there a sort of a dark version of the um, those air helicopter rescue people yeah. who are the helicopter executioners who, you know, if a, um, a criminal is stuck on a ledge somewhere or is maybe hiding on a ledge somewhere, they fly and they put a noose around their neck and they hang them. Uh, instead of helicoptering them away to safety, they helicopter them away to their own doom. Is this a sketch idea, do you think, Alastair? I think, I think there's probably something more where the noose is under the arms and we do something, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like old school social justice. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think a scene in a, um, in a movie, you know, like a Western where the guy is there, he's about to get hung, yeah. right? But uh, the the hangman yeah. puts the noose around the neck but then keeps pulling, pulling it a bit open, pulling it down further, loops it around under the arms, uh, gives it a pull, little tug, and then we see uh, 
through a hole in the a hole in the roof opens up, and we see that the rope is attached to a helicopter. Yeah, we've got helicopters in the old west, or possibly just like it's looped over something. Well, I, and there's a horse outside I pulling want, it. They I pull it. If they just lift They're him off execution, they lift him off the ground so he can't touch the ground. Mm. And then they lift him up, and then they just dang and he goes. Now you think about what you've done. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good yeah. because, yes, because, and and you know what's great about this is that since we stopped um, capital punishment and hanging people, all of that, um, you know, that institutional knowledge of the, the, the executioners, the hang people, all the skills of tying those nooses and building those gallows, they, they, all, that, all that's just gone to waste, right? And that's an industry, you know, like the... Um, like the coal industry, the coal industry is also killing people, but we don't want people in that industry to lose jobs. Oh, but we were happy for the people in the executioner's industry to lose their jobs. Yeah, it's sad. Well, really, we should have helped them transition and keep those skills alive by using the same techniques of hanging, but just for more mild punishment, like hanging people up under their arms, off the, just off the ground to let them think about what they've done. Uh, you know, less of the you will be taken from this place and hung by your neck until you are dead and more of the you'll be taken from this place and hung sort of on a rope just around under your armpits until you are sorry. That's right. Until you've until you've really thought about what you've done. Mm. So there you go. Thank you. John Dooley. John Dooley. There you Thank is. you very much. Thanking you. Have I ever told you the idea that I had where – it's like any time a dictator does something bad or like is about to do something real bad, uh, you know, like it, we just we just make it illegal for dictators to declare war and stuff, right? And start yep. wars or whatever. And then they get taken and they get put in a nuclear sub that travels the world, right? And they've got resources yep. to survive there, but they're just kept away from everybody else. And the only way to get to it is just another sub that goes to that sub and they somehow dock. And then so then there's mm. just all these dictators that just all live on the one nuclear sub. And they Oh, they're all on the same one. They're all on the yeah. same one. And then they just have to learn to live together. Just dictators. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, I think it'd be fun. Can we watch them on a TV show? Yeah, it's also Big Brother. That's how you pay for the whole thing. Yeah, that's how you pay oh, for the uranium great. and everything and the, you know, renting yeah. the subs from the Americans. Of course, the Americans are running the program. Mm. This could be part of our um, despot and dateless um, extended universe, which I'm still really passionate about making that dating show happen. Yeah, great. I think that's really where good. Where we use prosthetics to make the people dating look like. Despots, um, people who've killed lots of despots. people. <laughs> yeah. I'm desperate to do this. I'm desperate to have my career ended. <laughs> I am absolutely aching to, for this to all be done. Okay, well, so um, we better we, oh, I better run you through the sketch ideas. All right, we've got the yeah, Forbes real quick. self-made tall list and Forbes wet wetness or Forbes wet. And uh, these yes. these are all about other self-made people or you know other people the, you know most wet man that kind of thing. <laughs> um, Forbes wettest men list wettest people wettest Australians. 
Each country mm. will have its own one. Um, it'll be Forbes dot wet dot wet dot au. <laughs> um, anyway, and then we got reverse scuba mask for drowning on land. Then we got the snorkel suit to snorkel the Louvre and other land-based mm. attractions. We got the man version of Marilyn really Monroe. Clearly writing down snorkel suit instead of my very good pushing him around in a bath a glass bathtub. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I know, but the reason why is because the snorkel suit, if you're just in that, you can you can sort of be walking around and doing this snorkeling motion with your arms. <sighs> and I think that's funnier. Yeah. Okay. But you can you can change history later on, but you know, yeah, I will. The victors, the victors write the history or whatever that saying is. Mm. And then we got a uh, man version of Marilyn Monroe, great thing, but with fire yep. or acid. Mm-hmm. Look at that, Andy. Nobody wrote down big fire hose or anything like that. <laughs> eh? Oh, Thanks, gosh. Thanks, Al. Gosh. Boy, I am merciful. Then we got cool. recreational decapitation, and then we got ex- executioner but puts loop under the arms and lifts them up and says, now you can think about what you've done. Really good. Also, thank you very much for listening. George told me that last episode I didn't change the rhythm. I know, I was about to tell you exactly the same thing. That Andy, but Andy, but then he also said, I said, oh yeah, I, maybe my brain was fucking up. But then he said, but Andy's timing was all over the place. <laughs> well, hang on. <laughs> so I don't know. It, you didn't change the rhythm any more than you do from beat to beat. <laughs> I guess it was within Andy's sort of standard within deviation. Each beat, within each beat. It was still on rhythm. It was only when you look at them as a whole that you know there's a there's a problem. Yeah. So there you go. Um, thank you for listening to the Two Nothing Tank. We love that. Uh, you can find the pop test. You can find uh, any other thing that we've ever done online yeah. somewhere. Can I plug um, Gustav and Henry? Oh yeah. Um, the book that I've written with Pete. If you can't find it in any of the standard places, it's sold out on Amazon really quickly because they only had a very few copies. I'm only learning now how Amazon works. But if you can't find it there, please try and find it in a regular bookshop or online somewhere else. Um, thank you. If you have a young person in your life, anywhere at all. It's a kid's or book. Or even if you just walk past them sometimes, it's a kid's book. Gustav and Henry, it's a fun adventure story and I think they might like it. Thank you very much for listening, and we we love love you you. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.